Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you are here to hang out with me today. You know, when we talk about balance and time management and everything we usually talk about here on this show, it all is so much easier when we understand how we work, what makes us tick, what are our motivations, what do we do when we encounter stress, because truly it is different for all of us, and we all have very different multiple layers to our personality, our history, the way that we were brought up, all of those things really take into account. And so I really, truly feel like the more we know about ourselves, the more we can be prepared and be proactive about actually living the life that we want to live. I mean, we talk a lot about living with intention. And if you missed last week's episode, we talked all about living with intention by planning your ideal week. And if you're a member of our free Facebook community, then you saw my Facebook Live about how I took it that next step further from an ideal week to really mapping out what's really going on so I can figure it out. Because sometimes we need to bring things out into the light so that we can truly deal with it. And that's kind of what we're talking about this week. We're talking about getting to know you, who you are. So when you know that, you can better plan for things. You can better figure out how you can create balance for yourself in your life. Now, if you are new to the show, when we talk about balance, we are not talking about perfection. We are not talking about things always working out exactly as they should, even time spent with your kids and your husband and at work because that's just not reality. But we believe that balance is possible because one, we can define balance however we want, okay? So there's that because there's all kinds of different definitions out there. But number two, we believe balance is possible because all things are possible through God. And so if we put Jesus first in our life, then of course balance is there. For me, balance means peace, and Jesus is the Prince of Peace, so I know with Him by my side, balance is definitely attainable for myself. Now, we also here at Your Life Rocks choose to define balance by setting goals in eight different areas of our life and moving towards those goals. And our goals might be different based off of who we are and and where we are in our life, but really the Bible outlines exactly kind of what God's will is for those areas of our life. We're talking about our faith, the way that we exercise our faith, our marriage, parenting, career, health, home, finances, and lastly, friends and fun. And what we're talking about today really is going to help you unpack all of those eight areas of life because we are going to get to know you or better, you're going to get to know you a little bit better as we discuss the color code. Now, if you have ever looked into learning more about yourself, then you have probably taking some kind of a quiz online whether or an assessment, whether it is for the Meyer-Briggs or Enneagram or the color code, you name it, right? There's all kinds of different things out there. But today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Kelly Knowles and she is a certified color code trainer. Now she is also a trainer in the corporate world working in a law practice. And she has 20 years experience as a trainer, as a speaker, and she has fallen in love with Color Code because of a personal experience that she has had. And now she loves to train other people and to teach them how to get to know themselves better, how to get to know the people around them better 
so that they can really communicate, interact a lot more effectively. So without further ado, let me pass it on over to Miss Kelly Knowles. Kelly, welcome to Your Life Rocks. I am so beyond excited for today's conversation with you. But before we dive into all of the brilliance that you have brought to share with us, tell us a little bit more about who you are. Awesome. Well, I am tickled to be a part of your podcast. So thank you for the opportunity. I've been looking forward to this for a week now. I would say that one of the things that I would definitely describe myself is a continuous learner. You'll notice in my bio that I have four step-grandchildren and I got married and became a Nana at the age of 34. So until then, I was a career woman. I had no children of my own and the Lord has different plans sometimes. And I met my husband at church and the year we were married, we both changed jobs. We built a house, we sold two houses and we became grandparents. And so if I were to describe myself now, I would describe myself as a working woman, but also a continuous learner. If you're going to have that kind of change in your life, you've got to to continually learn how to get better. (laughs) That's amazing. Like I, that's like unfathomable amount of change. (laughs) I mean, just identity wise, like I'm just thinking about all of the, all of the emotional pieces to that work. Cause it's a lot of like physical right. changes too, but it's a lot of, yes. I can only imagine all of the emotions that right. went on. <laughs> first few yes. Years. Just a little, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So that's a lot to juggle and being a working woman, tell us a little bit about your career. Well, I have a background in business. I actually, back in the 90s, had a business where I did professional organizing, which was a ton of fun. Eventually, once I finished my graduate degree, I found myself teaching college. But what was unique is not only was I teaching in traditional realms, your typical 18-year-old, I also found that I was teaching in programs that were kind of called success programs. So they were for working business adults who maybe started their degree but never had a chance to finish. And so there were a lot of programs coming out in the early 2000s that allowed them to go back to college often based on what their company would reimburse. So I found myself in the facilitating and teaching college realm. That has led into right now I teach in a law firm. I'm actually a full-time law firm trainer. And then I do my color code on the side and I kind of integrate that into work as much as I can. So I just have always had a background of continuous improvement and just truly a love for learning and facilitating. And that's where my career has been for about the past 14 years. Awesome. Awesome. That's incredible. And so with that very full career (laughs) and balancing this beautiful family that you now have, so what does balance really look like for you kind of on a day-to-day basis, a week-to-week basis? I think that's a great question. And I'm sure you get a different answer every time. Yes, I do. For me, balance is about kind of accepting that not everything is going to be perfect. I have a personality in, because I have a little bit of blue in me, which we'll talk about, that if it's not worth doing right, then you don't do it at all. And one thing that balance requires is sometimes, for example, if you're cleaning your living room, you're not going to get the cobwebs on the 14-foot ceiling and get the fan dusted. You may just get things vacuumed and straightened out. So for me, balance is recognizing when I need to shoot for the best, and then it's recognizing sometimes when good enough is good enough. 
there is a quote out there in the business realm, don't let good get in the way of great, or great get in the way of good, rather. And so for me, that's what balance is. It's keeping in perspective what my end goal is. And sometimes that's day by day. And depending on the day, sometimes it's hour by hour. Oh, yes. Amen to that. Yeah. I love that quote that you said, don't let great get in the way of good. That, yes. And I think that that is so impactful and so very true for really what balance is, because sometimes mm -hmm. I think we do kind of have this idea of all or nothing. And, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to eat healthy, then we better be working out too. And it better be all organic and homemade and, you know, all of that. So not GMO. <laughs> non GMO. <laughs> and if it's not going to be that, then it's going to be Doritos and cupcakes. Right. right. So, <laughs> I love that. I love that quote. It's just kind of something to keep in the back mm -hmm. of our mind as we're approaching all of this. Now, as yes. you're talking about balance and you're talking mm -hmm. about your family you're bringing up the color code already, which I'm really excited to dive into this topic yes. because I love learning more about myself and the people yes. that I surround myself with. I just think it helps like heighten communication and understanding and everything seems to run a little bit better. So right. what first got you excited about color code? How did you first learn about this? Yes, I love telling this story because as a business professional with a, a business management background, personality analyses, personality evaluations, whatever you want to call them, are not new to me. My husband and I were actually at church one day and the pastor was doing a sermon and he has been into the color code just on the side, just interested. I literally looked at my husband. I said, I'm a red you're a white and this explains everything. And at that point we had been married about 11 years and we both just had such a good laugh about it. But it, it intrigued me so much, the actual practicality that I actually went home, bought the book and started studying it. And what I love about the color code is you do not have to be an intellectual, if you will. My husband builds cabinets for a living, so he's got a completely different skill set than I do. And one of the things that I love about the color code is its practical application and that you can understand it. It's not memorizing a bunch of numbers. It's not memorizing a bunch of letters and all of this detail to be able to turn around and practically apply it to your everyday life. So that is what just really hung me on the color code, so much so that I said, you know what, husband, I wanna take some money out of savings and I wanna get a certificate. This is something I've done on my own, completely apart from my career, because I found that it was something I knew needed to be out there as a message for people, because we are always wanting how do we understand our relationships? How do we improve them? And this to me is just a practical way to make that happen. I love that. And you know, it is true. It is very um, simple. I mean, I sometimes can get addicted to these types of personality uh -huh. quizzes, profiles, you know, Myers-Briggs to yes. Enneagram to, yes. I mean, there's just so many, what kind of animal are you? <laughs> there's like so many different things. And I think I've taken just about all of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I had heard about color code and I have been to seminars cool. where they have talked about it and, you know, kind of these are the different traits of the different colors. And it was more like a self-assessment and I mm -hmm. had myself pegged totally wrong. But before we get into all of that, so what exactly is the color code? What sets it apart? And, and why is it something that you feel like is really important? That's a great question. What sets color code apart is that if you ever looked at somebody and you wondered why do they act that way? A lot of the personality analysis out there, I actually heard a quote the other day that there's something like 15,000 different ones. 
What sets Color Code apart and what really identified and hit home for me was it is all about your motive. It's not about your behavior. Behavior comes secondary, but you've got to figure out, it's called your driving core motive, what you were created with. And that is what I think is a unique differentiator for color code is it goes back and it looks at what is your driving core motive. A lot of people, when they take the assessment, they are surprised because the questions ask about your childhood. And what I love about that is it's so on the mark. This analysis has been around for over 30 years. And by asking you about yourself as a child, it helps to identify kind of that core personality that you were born with before you learned how to filter, before you learned how to adjust to the people around you, adjust to your environment and so on. So that is just what really hung it on a peg for me and said, this is one you want to spend some time learning more about because it looks at your driving core motive. Once you get that, so many other things become more clear. That's interesting that you say that because, you know, with it being that core motive, because so many of the other ones, they really are more focused on like your behavior, the way you respond mm-hmm. to certain things where, I mean, I guess part of that is your motive, but it's almost like a underlying foundation for everything mm-hmm. else, right? Yes, absolutely. And all of those others, I've learned a lot from the DISC, for example. I've learned a lot from some of the other, you know, analyses out there. But what I like about this one is it goes back to that driving core motive. There are some, such as Myers-Briggs, you actually have to take it more than once because thing, you change and mm-hmm. your behavior changes depending on your environment and so on. And what is interesting about the color code is your driving core motive is not going to change. You may have a secondary color. You may have areas of weakness and strength, just like anything else. But that driving, that bottom line motive, it's going to stay set. Interesting. So one of the questions I had for you, because I took the assessment to see Uh what I was, and I was surprised by all of the questions about as a Mm -hmm. child. And I had to like really pause and like, (laughs) how was I as a child? But what kind of age range are we talking about as a child? Are we talking like elementary age? Are we talking like middle school age, high school age, overall? That's a great question. As a matter of fact, there's actually a color code assessment now for younger people and they recommend about the age of 12. And so if you look at it from that perspective, it depends on how far you can go back and how far you can remember. You know, I have a very good friend who was a a military brat is what she likes to say. And she actually acknowledged that the color code was a little tougher for her because she had herself in so many different environments growing up. And so one of the things that I think it's resulted in her is being an incredibly adaptable person. But when we started going back to those early memories in terms of how she interacted with others, what she remembers, then we were able to determine what her core color is. So if you can go back as far as you can, but also recognize that if we were thinking about if there was a young person in our life we wanted to do the color code with, about the age of 12 is a good responsible age that you can actually start and do the assessment. Oh, that's interesting. That's good to know. So my older son is 12 and he Mm -hmm. loves, he loves, loves, loves taking all these types of quizzes. I mean, he's he's the one who got me into Myers-Briggs and (laughs) all these other ones because he's like, take this mom. I want to see what you are. So this might be a really good thing for him to do as well. Mm -hmm. So that was going to be one of my other questions for you is because as I was looking through this and reading through this, and you have a great added bonus for our members of Life Balance where they can kind of visually see, you know, where people are. And just like a, a very quick assessment. 
but should people be taking their own assessment and then telling you what they are? Or can you kind of judge other people and say, <laughs> I, I think this is where you are? I think that's a great question. As you learn more about anything, you start to identify behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. So if we were to think about the four colors in the color code, and they're just colors to help identify red, blue, white, and yellow. And if you look at the driving core motive of a red, it's power. Now, immediately that kind of goes to the negative, but reds actually come from the perspective of getting things done. So they come from the perspective of getting things done. If you look at a blue, their driving core motive is connection, intimacy, and not necessarily physical intimacy, but quality connection with others. The driving core motive for a yellow is fun. And it's not just somebody who is here for the party, but they are optimistic. They are incredibly likable people, but they also like structure. And then finally, the driving core motive for a white is peace. They're all about maintaining steady state. So if you've got just a little understanding of what the four driving core motives are, and you are taking time to listen to how someone responds to things, to observe how they make decisions. Are they quick at making decisions? Do they want some time to ponder? How fast do they even speak? How fast do they move? Do they like a little bit of conflict? Or are they constantly just trying to keep the peace and avoiding? Those are quick ways to code somebody so that you can start to identify their color. You tie that in with knowing yours and you've got some really great tools for your interpersonal relationships. So this is really good. And I'm glad you kind of went through the colors and kind of what they represent and what they look like. And like I said, I had done some workshops before where they had uh -huh. talked about the color code and just kind yeah. of self-identified. And I had always self-identified as a red because right. it was about getting stuff done. The person who is the one in action and just, you know. The, the one that you can trust to lead the situation and, and have the outcome. Yes. And so I really identified with that. Not so much the power, but just the all of the other qualities that went with it. And so that's where I kind of put myself. And I never, ever, ever would see myself as a blue because it was too emotional. <laughs> I see myself as an emotional person. So I was like, well, I'm right. definitely not a blue. But I was really surprised when I took it today that I found out I was a white, which... Yes. It, when I was reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally me. But I never <laughs> would have identified myself as a white without doing the assessment. Yes. Why do you think that is? I think for one of the reasons is when we think about, like you said, you're direct, you get things done. And those are certainly some marks of a red. When folks take the assessment, they'll actually get a piece of the pie, if you will. And sometimes people have a really strong red. For me, I am a red with a lot of blue. And so I'm in more self-conflict than it, most people because I have that drive to get things done. Whereas blues also, blues are perfectionists. They not only want to get things done, they want to get things done right. And so when you think about that, there could potentially be a little conflict if I'm not in check with myself. With whites, it is still about getting things done. But what I love about whites is they are peacemakers. They are accepting. They are incredibly good conversationalists, even though they tend to be quiet. When my husband and I went out on our very first date, the thing that struck me the most about him was he actually listened. He wasn't about telling me all of these wonderful things, let me show off, etc. He truly asked me a question and then he listened. 
I was stunned. I was not used to that. <laughs> and that's a beautiful trait of whites is that they're beautiful listeners. Whites are also incredibly good at logic and providing clarity. And so those might be a few traits that you would recognize because there is a lot of clarity just in what you do. You have to help provide clarity when you're talking about balance. And so I love when people take this analysis and they get even more insights. I always knew I had some red in me because my mother let me keep all of my teeth because I ran my mouth so much, right? But because <laughs> I have that intense need for quality and perfection, I also knew there were some other traits I needed to be aware of as well. Mm, and I love that you say that because it really is about being that well-rounded of knowing what those traits are, what are your strengths, what things you go to naturally, what things you avoid naturally. So yes. when you learn this about yourself, yes. but then you're also learning it about people around you. And I know you talk mm -hmm. a lot about using this at work as well mm -hmm. as at home. So right. it's how do you kind of go from that place of knowing what you are to then relating to what other people are? One of the things that I would like to emphasize when we think about this is, and with anything, anytime we find out about something about ourselves, we still have responsibility. We have to take personal responsibility for our actions. I don't just get to go to work and go, well, I'm a red and I want things my way and I think I have the best ideas, so there. I'm not going to last very long, right? And <laughs> so knowing that about myself also allows me to stay authentic as well as be able to relate better to others. In a law firm environment, quality is paramount, particularly among staff. So I work with a lot of blues. Blues are high quality, high analytic. They're perfectionist. They also take their time when it comes to making decisions. When my red is on and I'm living in that authentic, I will make decisions very quickly and sometimes not as thought out as I need to. So that translates both into the workplace in how you're interacting, especially if you're trying to get things done as a team or build collaboration. It also is the same perspective at home. When you know those folks that you live with or those folks that you're interacting with, you get a better idea of how to make decisions or how they're going to make decisions. When my husband, when we ask, when I ask him after church on Sundays, where do you want to go eat? And he says he doesn't care. He really means it. He really doesn't care. He doesn't have in the South a dog in the hunt, if you will. He's fine with me making those kinds of decisions. Whereas another color may want to have some time to really think about what they want to eat and why they want to eat it and where they want to eat and so on. Yeah, that's so true. As a white, I really don't care. <laughs> don't make me make the decision. Just take me yeah. wherever. <laughs> and I'll be just fine and happy. That's funny. It's true. Oh my gosh. I love it. So what would be, you think, kind of the, those first steps for someone who wants to know a little bit more about themselves, more about their family and how they can really put this to work for them? Yeah, you know, definitely I'm going to say take the assessment. Of and what is so nice about the color code is when you do the comprehensive assessment, the amount of information that you were provided, you're just not given a little pie that says you're this much red, you're this much yellow, you're this much blue, now go have a nice life. There are actually videos that come with it that talk about, okay, you're red. Here's some things to think about if you're interacting with blues. You're a yellow. Your driving core motive is fun and you have lots of charisma and you're generally happy and optimistic. What if your best friend's a blue? How do you relate? 
And so that's what's really nice about the report and all of the information is you get videos and a lot of supplemental information. You can take this as deep as you want to learn how to get along better and improve and understand your relationships. So I think that's the first step. For me, obviously, I felt the desire to go out and facilitate and teach this. I actually did this program with some college students a couple of weeks ago. And what struck me was the complete cross-referencing in their lives. Not only did they want to know how did the color code apply to them at work, they also, there were some going, well, this explains my dad, or this explains my boyfriend. And that, again, is such an incredible payoff because it's practical and applicable to all areas of your life. And it's so valuable too, when you have that deeper understanding of who the people truly are around you, why they do this, the things that they do. And I mean, whenever we do any of these, I always have my kids do them, my husband do them. Mm-hmm. And it just opens up the conversation too. And maybe this is my white coming out now that I know I'm officially a white. Um, <laughs> but I love it because it gives me an opportunity to teach acceptance to my boys about yes. how people are different and why we're all wired. And just because you know, your dad is very different than you when he yes. gets stressed or the way that he handles negative situations or positive mm-hmm. situations. Like it, it just gives us a better understanding of seeing like a, in a different lens, a very clear lens of this is why people are different. And this is why we respect everyone else because we're different than them and they're different from us and that's okay. And so Absolutely. I love having these tools to be able to have those kind of conversations. Yes, you know, it's interesting. So many of us are in blended households now, right? So Mm -hmm. I have no biological children of my own. When I married my husband, he had full custody of his eight-year-old daughter. She was eight when we married. And so one of the things that I know that I say very candidly is, I wish I had the color code when she was in high school because she's a white and I'm a red. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about driving and going and moving and I will... I'm comfortable with upfront confrontation. She's like her daddy and they don't like confrontation. Remember, they're all about maintaining steady state. She wants to avoid the conflict and she has taken the color code. And I just, I've told her, I said, I wish we had this when you were younger because it would have changed. It would have been a game changer in how we communicated about her college choices, about how we communicated when she decided college wasn't for her. And to me, that is just, it's so valuable. Blended families are not easy in the best of cases. I've also done the color code with my two oldest grandsons. I've got a blue and a yellow. And it completely explains how they react to discipline in different ways, how they approach the world, even their status and how they look when they're on their sporting teams. You see a difference and it makes sense why. Mm. Yeah, that's so important. And so, you know, talking about families, let's flip the coin a little bit and talk about at work Mm. because it's easy, I think, sometimes to be a little bit more understanding or giving when you love the people (laughs) (laughs) and and they're very different than you Um, and you want to understand them, but it can be a completely different story when you're working with someone and they drive you nuts. (laughs) And, you know, as we were talking through this, the reason why I'm asking this question is because I know when I knew very little about the color code, 
I automatically had identified as a red and I identified that I didn't like blues. <laughs> mm, <laughs> Not that I didn't like blues, but you know, I felt like blues were like kind of those emotional people. Yellows mm. were irresponsible. You know, you kind of put like negative labels on all of the other colors and I hate yeah. to admit that, but it's true. And so I would start to identify different people at work based off of those negative characteristics of maybe right. some of those colors or my thoughts about those. So how do we kind of have a balanced approach as we look in our work situations and kind of quote unquote diagnosing people <laughs> different colors? I'm so glad you asked that. When I did the color code, I actually, after I heard it in a sermon, within a week, I was bugging everybody in my department, will you please do this freebie? And they were like, okay, fine. And it actually was a wonderful eye opener. I'm the only red in my department. Wow. And so the rest until recently were blues and whites. And honestly, for me on a personal level, it helped me understand why sometimes I just felt like a fish out of water. Even though I work with wonderful professional women, everyone in my department's a woman. And even though we are all professionals, we all have a good mutual respect. We constantly try to get along and do well with each other. I still is the only red, just some days walked away from the group going, what is going on with me? What am I missing? And so having that color code, knowing that we've got so many blues and whites in my department, we recently, about a year ago, hired a yellow. And she has been a, it sounds cliche, a bright light to our group mm. because she's naturally happy. She is her, we do the John Gordon one word. If you've never looked at that, I highly encourage it. And the one word that she picked for this year was joy. She said, I may not always get to be happy. Everything may not always be great, but I choose joy. And to have that kind of optimistic, charismatic personality combined with the rest of our department, it has been such a nice balance. And it's just been a great contribution. Blues are, they often can come from that emotional controlling perspective. But you know what? They're also always going to be really well-mannered. And they are going to put out quality. You know that when you're working with a blue, it's going to get done right. And that is a great thing to have in a working environment. One of my bosses is a blue and my other boss is a white with a strong red. And so what I love about that is as a white, she's very accepting. She's actually very supportive of all of my crazy ideas. <laughs> and then she's got enough red to know when to say, okay, Cal, we can't do that. I love the idea. And she can, she really provides a very non-threatening way for me to present information that I may not get to do with other colors. So in the workplace, knowing these things allows you to see the strengths of those colors and also allows you to maybe identify where your color may have some weaknesses. Mm, that's a very good perspective. Very, very good perspective. Now, one of the things that you said that kind of stuck out to me is you said that your boss was a white with a strong red. So I think yeah. that that's important to understand too, that it's not just like you're a white, you're a red, you're a blue, you're a yellow. Like there's, yeah. you have like variations of those colors, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And it varies. It varies by the person. So for me, I have a primary red coming up not too far behind it is a pretty high percentage of blue. I'm embarrassed to say I have almost no white or yellow. And so thankfully my husband's got plenty of that. So we're actually a nice balance in the workplace. It's the same way. Got to think about where your secondary is. So if you are a white with a secondary yellow, 
then you're going to be a peacemaker. You're going to be very accepting, and you're probably going to have a lot, be a lot of fun as well. I just did the color code with an entrepreneur friend of mine, and she is a yellow with a secondary red. And what makes her so amazing is that she is an entrepreneur. So she's got that immediate likability. She's charismatic. She attracts people to her and her business. And then she's got that secondary red that gets stuff done. She also is a coach. And so her red allows her to have kind of the strength that she may need to address tough things with her clients that they might need to look at as she's coaching them. So those secondary colors are really good to know because they show where your other areas of strength are. They can also give you some insights into where there may be potential conflict even within yourself. Hmm. That's interesting. Like the internal conflict piece of that, that's going to be fun to dive into. (laughs) (laughs) I'm eager to know the rest of yours, you know, because I know as a red with some blue, you know, I have a little bit of internal conflict. (laughs) This is really good. So I know you have a very special offer for us, for those who want to take the assessment and to learn more. Now they can take the assessment for free, right? From your website, right? They can. And so you can take the assessment for free. What that does is it gives you a little sliver of the pie, as well as a little bit of information about your color. The offer that I have is normally the report through the main website is $40 for the comprehensive report. What I'd like to offer to your first 10 folks that click on the contact me from my website is I want to offer that $40 comprehensive report for just $25. And then I will throw in a 20 minute phone call. And so that is a lot of value for a very little amount, but I'm hoping that that will give me an opportunity to talk to some folks and get their insights. And when you take that 20 minute phone call, it gives you a chance to kind of take a deeper dive into not only knowing your primary color, but you get the full pie. You get everything and you get to know all the colors that are part of your assessment. And I'm so excited to do this. And I'm going to be doing the full report and assessment and phone call and all of that stuff with you because I was shocked that I was a white. I mean, I really did not see myself as a white at all. So I'm really interested to know all of those other variants that are in there. And, you know, I think too, just knowing how I can relate better to those other colors, because while I think, you know, number one, first step is everyone should be taking the free assessment. Number two, try to get other people around you to take the assessment so you can kind of understand where they are coming from. But I think number three is really learning how to work together. And that's what you're going to get with this, the bigger report and talking to you and, and really being able to have that action plan. Because I truly believe like you can gain all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't really know how to apply it, then what are you going to do with it? So I really appreciate you having this special offer for our listeners. And I'm really excited to have it because it it acknowledges power. And this is going to be really, really impactful. I love it. I'm so glad to be able to have this opportunity. You know, with all of us, we can all sit here right now and think about what's that one relationship you just can't figure out. What is that one relationship that you want to get better? It could be personal. I mean, you could be thinking about your mom, right? (laughs) Or it could be that manager that sits right next to you at work. And trying to decode that can be exhausting. But something like this actually gives you, you know, I, I show puzzle pieces and it helps you to put those pieces of the puzzle together. And it really does bring it to light. And I, and I've just been, Like I said, this is something I did on a personal level and I have just found it to be 
a game changer, both personally and professionally. Mm, That's so beautiful. So if someone wants to take this assessment, they want to learn more about you, learn more about the color code, take advantage of this special offer that you have, where should they go? So the website is www.kellynoles.net. Think Beyonce. That's how it's spelled. I love it. Um, www.kellynoles.net. When you click on there, you're going to see contact me in yellow. And what that's going to do is just allow you to send me a quick email. If you want to take advantage of the offer, somewhere in the email, use the code ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S. And drop me a line. Let me know your insights. Even if you're not in the first 10, let's work together because I think it will be worth your time. Awesome. I love it. And we will link to Kelly's website also in our show notes. So if you can go to yourliferocks.com and also in our Facebook group, we'll be talking about this all week long in there. So pop on over. And Kelly, thanks so much for coming on and talking about color code and enlightening with us on this topic, because I do think it is so important and so interesting always to know a little bit more about ourselves and those around us. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. It's been great fun. And I'm eager to hear the rest of yours, especially because I know you've got some white, but I bet there might still be some red in there. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of hope so. (laughs) Awesome. There you go. Some really great insight from Kelly all about the color code. And I will be going live in our Facebook group the week that this episode goes live just to talk about my deep dive analysis that I did with Kelly about my own experience. Now, if you want to take your free assessment, you can go to kellynoles.com and contact her and she will give you the hookup for the special deal that we were talking about. And we'll also link to that on our show notes page at yourliferocks.com. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I hope that you hit subscribe if you have not done so already so that you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes because we've got some pretty good stuff coming down the pipeline for you. Now for our Life Balance members, know that Kelly has a special bonus that she put together just for you, a quick guide for color codes so you can really use it in all of your interactions whether it be at home or at work, it will live under the career section of Life Balance Membership. Now, if you're not yet a member of Life Balance Membership, but you kind of want to give it a try, go to lifebalancemembership.com and you can start your free seven-day trial today. So until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.